Welcome to the Authenticity Project Podcast. We're your hosts, Ren and Neve. And we're here to have a yarn, cut the bullshit, and hopefully give you an ounce of decent advice. No topic is off balance, so strap in and let's get into it. Welcome back to the Authenticity Project Podcast with Neve and Ren. Uh, Matt, we've got a pretty exciting, uh, little, little lineup for you today. This is our first kind of themed, yeah. I guess, chat. Um, yeah, and we're going to be going into something that I know everyone can benefit from having us talk about and also being a part of this conversation themselves is the little thing <laughs> called toxic productivity. And we've got a lot to talk on today. We're going to be talking about what it is, um, some of the consequences of it, because I know that's kind of where the majority of the conversation circulates. Yes. Uh, We're going to be talking about how you can combat it, because, you know, there's no point in just being like, this is going to fuck you up. Deal with it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like this will happen, and it sucks. No, we're going to give you um, little tips to try and combat this. But enough of me rambling. Ren, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a large coffee, as you know, Neve, but not, not everyone else does. And I just forgot how to speak um, this morning. So that's why Neve <laughs> is front and center of the introduction this morning. Yeah, I just completely forgot how to put word, sentence, language. Just isn't my strong suit today. So other than that... oh. We definitely recorded it, so I'll put together a little, we'll, we'll see a little taste of what this morning uh, was like, because I had to move rooms three times. It was times. just a whole fucking shit show. Like, it really was. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, here's a bit of that. What am I saying? I don't even know. Man, she's been a rough day. She's had a rough <laughs> morning! It's only, it's, man, it's not even midday, and we are on Struggle Street. Fine. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. But it, I've had a coffee, and I can't speak. <laughs> that's that's all this podcast is about. Is us just getting fucked <laughs> and talking about being fucked. <laughs> oh, let's start this again. That is so chaotic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a straight shit show for your Wednesday morning. Oh, good God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we record these on Wednesdays. Um, the day after we put them out, we record the next one. Yes. Um, because we are productive. We call being productive us just having a chat. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> claiming And claiming, yes, absolutely. <laughs> claiming productivity and just, I think, claiming success on our conversations, even though they are a bit of a shit show. But I'm excited for today's episode because, mm. like Neve said, it is about toxic productivity. And I think, with me personally, just starting a business, like, I feel like that was my middle fucking name. <laughs> like, and I bet Neve can relate with uni mm. as well, you know? So it'll be good. I'm excited. No, it's very excited. Um, so, first of all, I think what we're going to get into is um, we're throwing around the words toxic productivity quite a bit. Um, but there might be some people out there who. I guess it kind of speaks for itself, but Ren, do you want to dive a little bit what, like, is toxic productivity itself? Yes, absolutely. 
So the basic Google definition, because I am not a neuroscientist or a scholar, is the inability to stop working and take adequate time to rest and recharge, spend time with friends or read a book for pleasure. So basically you just can't stop working, right? I guess that would be the most basic definition is you're just constantly trying to be productive and do something and fill every second of your day instead of just chilling yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, often like another thing about toxic productivity is even... I think what what kind of differentiates toxic productivity and productivity itself isn't the work load. Um, you can work heaps and it be like your passion and you're really excited about it but when it becomes toxic it is like consistently on your mind it overlaps into other things and it inhibits your ability to just be a freaking like person you know like even when you're not working you're thinking about Mm. working and that's where it's like that's too much yeah no oh Absolutely. And like, yeah, that's literally what it is. It's like you go to work or, you know, I've been working on this thing and I'll do it during my work hours and then I'll take a break. But during lunch, I'll be like on my phone on Instagram, like trying to promote it. Or before I go to fucking sleep, I'll be like Mm. editing it and then dreaming about the bloody thing. And so that to me is, yeah, that is toxic productivity. It's when you just almost can't switch off from the thing you're trying to do, essentially. Another thing we could do, just on a completely different tangent of whatever we're supposed to talk about today, is you know how you have, like, your timers for your apps and stuff, but you have the opportunity to, mm-hmm. like, change the time and you can actually just sit on your phone? Oh, my fucking God, I wish Apple would come out with, like, just a lock. Like, once you say, yeah, I'm on Instagram from, like, say, 9 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m., it's just like, no, and your phone just locks. And it just self-destructs and it just doesn't let you go on because... That's my biggest downfall. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm resting, but I'm really not. Like, I'll still be in my bed on my phone, scrolling, looking at stuff that, you know, I can promote, et cetera. So I wish they would come out with something like that. I find with screen timers, though, I use my phone less when I don't have a screen timer because when I have a screen timer, I find it like a little challenge. Like, Like, I'm like, well, I still have this much time left on this app, so I might as well use it. So then... I have all of these timers set and I try to use them all and I'm like, no. And I could go like a full day without using my phone, without using social media and then when I have timers on I had to turn them off my phone because I just I used it so much more and my screen time just skyrocketed. But I do get it. Like, I know what you mean. It almost becomes this like competition you want to be like, oh, well, if this is the only time I can use for the whole rest of the day then like, why not waste it, you know? I feel that sometimes too because Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm resting, I'm being productive, I'm, you know, looking after myself, but I'm always just thinking about work. And so, yeah, I think everyone can agree, like, we all go through stages of of toxic productivity, uh, whether you would like to or not. There's a lot of different ways that um, toxic productivity, like, the consequences of it will front in your life. I think the biggest one that a lot of us will feel, um, if we have it already, we will probably feel in our lifetime, just, you know, capitalism, <laughs> um, is, is burnout. Yeah. Um, 
I know that I'm coming out of a bout of just serious burnout with uni and having finished my degree now I'm like oh that is like the biggest weight off my shoulders and recovering from mm. the burnout I'm having to learn to just live. chill the fuck out <laughs> you're learning to Literally. live oh my I god I also feel like you become almost you almost self-sabotage this like chilling out and like learning to live again because you feel guilty for not working or for not being productive yeah. do you know what I mean like there's so many times where I'm like oh, I'm just gonna take a half an hour nap and I will because power naps are elite but then I'll wake up and I'll be like oh my gosh I mm. just wasted half an hour of the day when I could have been doing this and this and this and so maybe that's what you're going through like after uni because you just worked so hard like every second of every day and so now you're like oh yeah. what do I do and it's like well you just I'm yeah. having to <laughs> yeah I'm having to remember just that I don't necessarily have to have something that mm. I have to do I don't have to be doing something. I can just Whatever. do nothing, which <laughs> has been like my favorite thing to do recently is literally my idea of the perfect day is to have nothing planned, like nothing yeah. to do. That's like my favorite thing ever. And I think, you know, you were talking about um, like feeling like you consistently have to do something. I think that really ties into another consequence, which is like a serious lack of self-worth yes. like it really drills in on how you view yeah, yourself absolutely absolutely and just touching on your like uh capitalism comment it's a very like masculine based energy just to be like mm. working so fucking hard and never resting and so especially yeah. in women like we always just kind of want to go with the flow but we're just conditioned to just work so so hard so when you say oh yeah i really want to go with the flow that's you like stepping into that feminine energy and just being like yeah like let's actually not plan something but it's also really hard to do that because like you said you know you mm. feel like you have to keep going you have to keep working it's pretty fucked yeah no that's <laughs> i feel like being a woman in this kind of like go 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 type atmosphere as well is always interesting cuz there's that question that i feel like lies a lot heavily a lot heavily, <laughs> a lot more heavy on us. Words. Words, you know. English. English, not, not my strong <laughs> No, English, not my strong suit. And it's my yeah. only suit, so... <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> um, there's still that expectation, bringing yeah. it back, on us to have our plan lined out for our oh. career, but also for a future family and everything Dude, as well. We could talk about this for ages. And I will! And I will talk about it for ages. It's like that Conor McGregor meme. Have you seen that? Oh, fucking iconic. Anyway, um, yeah, totally. I 100% agree with you. And it really grinds my gears that women have to have this five-year plan. And it's like, this is the job I want. This is the type of education I'll have. Like, these are the kids. This is the house. This is the car. You know, it's very structured. It's very masculine-based energy. But then just to flip that round Mm. onto the men, like, it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah, we're just mm. living life. We're just getting our degree or getting our apprenticeship and then that's us and we've we've succeeded. And it's like, I can start a yeah. business, make five figures in a year, 
um, and like not be engaged and it's like the worst thing in the world, you know, or like I decided to put uni on hold to start a business and it's like, what are you doing? And so, yeah, that is a, that is a topic of conversation that I get very passionate about. Yeah, as you should. Like, time frames Mm. are ridiculous. I feel like something that ties into toxic productivity as well is having this really short time frame that we think we need to achieve everything in. Like, you need to go straight through to year 13, you need to finish high school, then you need to go Mm. straight off to uni, or, if you're really airy-fairy, do a gap year and then still go to uni. Um, (laughs) I'm like, oh my god. And she's like calling me out, like, so fuck, all right, like, oh no, my whole thing was I wish I took some time oh, to yeah. just chill out. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't have suffered such burnout that I'm having to recover from right now if I just took a step back mm. after I finished high school and was like, What is the rush, yeah. dude? What like, the just fuck took a second is to be the like, rush? Like, what are you? Why does everything have to be so timed out? And why is everyone on the same timeline? Who just agreed that this is the timeline? And also, timelines... Time is a concept, first of all. (laughs) Time is not real. Time is not real. Like, if we would... If time was real and timelines were, like, set in stone, we would still be having kids when we were, like, 13. As soon as you have your period and you're like, oh, she can bear children. Marry her off. Like, if time wasn't a concept, that would still be what we're doing. That's all I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to round her back up to the time conversation. <laughs> I love it. I love these tangents we go on because it's so us. But, mm. like, in terms of having this timeline that you need to achieve things on, I believe, personally, like, that's where your mm-hmm. burnout starts from. Like, people like, oh, yeah, I had burnout because mm-hmm. I worked, you know, 60-hour weeks. I'm like, yeah, totally. But you've had burnout since you were, like, fucking... 14 years old and you've been trying to get your essay in by you know 8 p.m that night etc and whatever you know like the timelines don't sorry the timelines have been affecting us like from day dot you know toxic productivity isn't just like one week or one month it's like four fucking years that you're trying to i guess essentially heal from and remind yourself that you can actually live life and i think that's why people go from high school straight into uni because you just don't know any different. You haven't actually had the time to be like, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? And I think that's why in your 20s, we come to these like realizations or self-actualizations and we're like, oh, I don't actually want to work in that job for the next 50 years, you know? Do you agree? Am I just talking like... Yeah, and (laughs) I do. No, no, I totally agree. And I also want to touch on the fact that I like, although I'm saying like, you know, I finish high school and I go off to uni and that's what's expected of me. I understand that's also not the expectation across mm. the board. And that's also a very, like, westernised, like, my whole family is, like, pff, so white it hurts with, like, a tiny bit of spice in there so that we don't, like, burn when we step outside. <laughs> and I think it's it's a really big point of privilege to be like, okay, I finished high school. My family's mm. in a good place. I don't have to stay mm. back and work yeah. for them And also, like, study isn't the only way that you get toxic productivity. A lot of people that I grew up with going through school as well who had to stick back and um, they had to work full time and they had to help their families. And Working is horrific. (laughs) 
Mm. Just, oh my you god. Know? Part of the blooming money machine, eh? Capitalism, I do. But honestly, like, these 16-year-olds, like, going, you know, straight out of school, like, say they choose to drop out or whatever, or maybe they can't finish school because of their family situation, they have to go and work 40-hour weeks. Like, what 16-year-old is programmed to work a 40-hour week? Not me! There's so many different ways that toxic positivity can just creep its way into your mm. life. And, um, you know, and, like, definitely acknowledging that that can present itself in so many different ways in so many different situations. And there are also people who may not experience this. And to that I say, how? Uh, <laughs> let me know your, let me know your secret. Table. Like, that sounds freaking amazing. Can I get that on Amazon? Let me know your secrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> express shipping right now. Acknowledging that it is a real issue, but then also I think um, if you'd like to take the reins on this ring, because I feel like you're um, a lot more well-equipped to help people than I am. <laughs> Although I'm definitely getting there, and I, you know, I'm still learning, I'm and you're still learning, still learning too. everyone who's listening is still learning. We're all work in progress. Totally, totally. Um, but do you want to go into a little bit of, like, how to combat this? And this isn't, like, a set-in-stone answer, um, we're not professionals, no. but we do have just life experience in having to kind of deal with this on a personal yeah. level. Um, this might help you, it might not, but Ren, do you want to, um, yeah, help, help, help? Help, <laughs> help? How do you combat toxic productivity? <laughs> so I think this is a good question because I was actually talking to Neve about this earlier. Um, I find that once I'm in it, once I'm already in that burnout, there's not a, a lot I can do to get out of it. So I think it's good to try and prevent it in the first place. Um, Because if you're anyone, anyone, wow. If you're anything like me, once I get into burnout, I will literally get physically sick for like the week. And And like, you know, you can't really do much to combat that. So let's try and prevent. So I've got a couple down here that I'm going to read out to you. The first one is self care. And I don't mean like face masks and bubble baths. I'm eating like eat three meals a day, <laughs> get at least seven hours of sleep. <laughs> like sleep is a huge thing that people, I think, just forget about. You know, it's like, oh, I have this one thing I really yes. need to do. Um, let's just pull an all nighter, and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> me, oh my god, call <laughs> so me out, drag sh- me through the mud. <laughs> yeah, so make sure that you are eating really well, drinking lots of water, um, getting sleep, and also like go the fuck outside. Go outside, look up at the sun for, like, literally a minute, you know? Just bring yourself... not at the sun. No, not at the sun. Like, at the sky. At the sky. Don't don't look into the sun. (laughs) Uh, So go outside and then, yeah, look up at the sky and just take, like, a minute to five minutes just to come back to that prison moment and be like, okay, I'm actually outside, I'm actually not at my computer, I'm not at my desk, I can just sit on the ground, you know, touch the grass. It sounds so airy-fairy, but it fucking works because you have to ground yourself when you aren't feeling grounded, you know? Mm. So that's self-care. The next one is make sure you Mm. are prioritizing your time. And what do I mean by this? My favorite thing to do is make a to-do list with the non-negotiables that need to get done for the day. Everything else is just like a little little side note, you know? Like, if you get through them, yeah, totally, that's amazing. Go you, whatever. But if the non-negotiables aren't done, then I'm not prioritizing my time in the most effective way. Right? Mm. Okay. I like that. Thanks, Neve. I love a good list. Oh my god, I love same, a good list. Same, same. 
Oh, I was going to say, as somebody who is, um, if you guys don't know, I am not, um, my brain is not wired like the typical person. Um, I have ADHD. I am neurodivergent. <laughs> um, so something that I found, um, understanding what system works for you is mm. really helpful. Um, so for some people it might be lists and for me I feel like, you know, for some people it might be like planning out every hour of your day if you have like a time, like a dotted journal. For some people it might be like little reminders throughout the day, like I have a little Google Home thing that'll go chime off at certain times Mm. and be like, hey, just a reminder, do this. And I'm like, oh, when I hear that like auditory thing that really helps or writing down little notes and then scrunching them up as I go along yeah I find is like quite like like a physical kind of like ticking something up or scrunching something up but um so finding a system that works for you in order to get those non-negotiables done is gonna be like life-changing yeah the key right the key to prioritizing time and the key Mm. to I guess just productivity in general so I never used to make lists um I think you actually got me onto that just like subconsciously I was just one of those people that was like Mm -hmm. oh I have these four things to do today and I would just like verbalize them and then I wouldn't really do anything else and now it's yeah like you say you know I plan out every quarter of the day so like in the morning film a podcast you know afternoon plan client calls stuff like that so lists work really well for me in terms of prioritizing Mm -hmm. time but like Neve says, yeah, make sure you find something that works for you because lists might not, you know, which is a very valid point. Next step is self-management. And I feel like this is almost like one of those conversations that gets like thrown around like you need to know how to manage yourself like effectively and manage your time, etc. But this is, this is the key, yeah. right? And it starts with small things like mm-hmm. make your fucking bed in the morning. Plan out the outfit you're going to wear the day before. If you know you have a busy day and you need to get stuff done, but you don't want the consequences of being burnt out and tired and exhausted by the end of the day, manage your time and manage yourself. And yeah, prep shit the night before. It's like meal prepping for someone who is going to the gym and you know doesn't have time during the day to make four solid meals or whatever. Right? And then... The next one is taking breaks when needed. This is huge. And I think in uni, <clears throat> excuse me, they drill this into your brain. It's like, study for two hours, take a 15-minute break. Or, you know, study for an hour and take a five-minute break or whatever. But also, just take breaks in, like, your week. You know, if you're exercising, say, five days a week out of the seven, you need a rest day. And it's the same for someone who isn't exercising and who is just trying to function throughout the week. Make sure you're taking half a day or a whole day as a rest day because life is intense (laughs) and it's hard you know and it's really really easy to get caught up in this like oh my god I have so much shit to do blah 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 and then just keeping on working until you're literally so exhausted that you can't get out of bed so make sure that you're taking breaks Mm. because that is important and that that personally changed the game for me it's like I'll be sitting at my computer for you know two hours three hours and then I'm not allowed to touch it for half an hour. And, like, I'm not allowed to, like, even go into the room. Like, I need to go and eat lunch outside or in the lounge. Or, you know, just making sure that you're looking after yourself by taking breaks. Um, next one. I love how I'm just yeah. listing these off. It's great. But they're really helpful. Next one is create structure. This kind of... Loves a good list. We do. We love Loves a good it. list. Next one is creating structure. But this kind of comes into, like, prioritizing time and self-management. 
but if you are a busy person and you know that your life is a little bit chaotic, create some fucking structure, right? Just do it. (laughs) Either plan out your day, prep the night before, write some non-negotiables, but make sure that you have a plan in place for those busy days so that you can prevent extreme exhaustion and burnout. Routines Mm. are really great for everyone and I found them extremely helpful. Um, One of the things when it comes to... Oh, my stomach. um, One of the things when it comes to kind of learning how to chill out is making sure that I have a really good night routine. Yes. Um, and making sure that I do go off my phone and yeah, I'm learning how to be a creature of habit in certain areas of my life. <laughs> and that doesn't mean to say that like there's no spontaneity and I don't want to like stray from it because certain nights I'm going to be like, nah, bugger it. Mm. But most of the time, it's even if you don't necessarily want to do it, there's certain things that you don't want to do. Things that are as simple as brushing your teeth or having a shower that for certain people can, like, including myself, can seem like just the biggest Mm. hurdle. And you know that it's not. But doing these things so that you have a nighttime routine. So I turn the jug on for my cup of tea. I go into the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. I come back, pour my tea, and then go to bed and read a chapter of my book. And just having that structure, even when it's like, oh, but I just, like, want to go on my phone Mm. I'm getting this like dopamine hit where it's like this is very rewarding just swiping just swiping just scrolling and seeing everything very instantaneously taking a step back and being like okay I know that this is feeling good at the moment but in the long run doing these really small things like brushing your teeth having a shower or even you know during the day like if you don't want to go to the gym and you have a bad workout and it doesn't feel the greatest but then you can realize that in the long run this is what's going to help with my structure this is what's going to help with my burnout Mm. and the reason why you're probably not enjoying these things is very much attached to the fact that you want everyone wants that instant gratification and yes (laughs) yeah you know and I think that's a lot of the reason why this whole hustle culture that's attached to toxic productivity is you get a whole bunch of stuff done you're looking at this bigger picture and people feel very burnt out because they're not getting these little bits of gratification along the way because toxic productivity is very much working towards this large goal which can sometimes be really hard to see so finding those really small things that aren't attached to something like your phone and social media um which can be great in, in bouts, um, but finding little things that will give you that gratification hit on top of, you know, still existing in society and having to work <laughs> and having to do all that crap, um, which we don't want to do, but we have to do because bills are just like a thing as much as I just want to run off the grid. Um, I still enjoy occasionally um, having a light bulb and accessing my yeah. trainer. Um You know? Like, having these little things that are in place, little structures, little routines, um, that can just make your life feel just a little bit more put together yeah. than just work, 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 figure out what to do on my downtime, work, work, work. 
how do I relax? Do I take a nap? No, that's not productive. But then, but am I supposed to be productive? Mm. Just finding out what works for you, having those little things in place, and that was probably a very long tangent. But, but it's such a good, it's yeah. such a good point, Neve, because it's so common. You know, people just like they come home from work, they cook dinner, they might shower. And then they're on their phone. And people associate, like, the end of the day, like, that's them winding down. It's like, no, it's it's not. That's your everyday routine that you have just been conditioned to through work. Like, actually winding down, yeah, it is. It's taking a shower. Mm. So your cortisol levels drop. So you're actually tired. It's putting your phone on charge an hour before you sleep so that that blue light isn't affecting your vision. So you can sleep, you know, and people... They don't know this. And so, yeah, you know, like creating structure, creating routines, it genuinely does help because all of those things essentially are going to help you get better sleep. You're going to feel a lot better the next morning. You're going to have more energy. You're going to become more productive. And then you won't be so burnt out by the end of the week. So, yeah, I love that point. It's very, Mm. it's very valid. Mm. It's a huge thing, especially in your, like, you know, young adult life. People just don't realize how hard they work with absolutely no rest, you know? Yeah, because it's so many little things that compound mm. until the point where you do get burnt out and you're like, how did I get here and, and how do I get yeah. out of it? Why am I why am I sick all of a sudden? Oh, because I worked 80 hour week. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. That'll do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that just working hard like you said it comes from hustle culture and i personally fucking hate hustle culture i really Mm -hmm. do like when i first started my business or working for myself there were so many people seriously so many people and they were like you need to work so fucking hard you need to work 80 hour weeks and be putting out this and this and this and this and this and i was like oh my goodness i was like that's a lot that's a lot for yeah. someone like 21 to come along and just be like yeah mm, so you need to put your blood sweat yeah. and tears to get this thing off the ground and if you don't then somehow you feel unworthy yeah. to have the same experience as other people with businesses yeah. oh we love that the comparison trap the um oh my gosh i forgot i forgot the word what's it called imposter 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 syndrome imposter yeah. syndrome that that is huge yes that is huge and i think <laughs> i think that's a consequence of burnout too because you just work so 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 hard right your definition of hard could be different to mine and then you see someone else who's just yeah. probably doing the same maybe like an extra five hours a week or something and they're like skyrocketed and they're in the top like 200 fucking whatever and you're like oh or you think they are yes exactly you think they are and then you're like oh what am i so many people what am i doing wrong and then you literally work double the fucking time and you get no result because one you're looking for that instant gratification but you're also Mm -hmm. just burning out so it's not productive oh my god (laughs) oh my god the whole comparison thing and i think this this starts out so early too like, I remember being in primary school and there's, like, all those good things. There's, like, sticker charts. Oh, and, like, we were, like, five sake. years old and people were, like, well, <laughs> like, I did this and this and this and this. And I was, like, and that's also, like, you know, incentive for good behavior. And I get the whole thing when you're, like, younger. Like, I like hell yeah, sticker charts. But then when you get into the real world and you're, like, okay. You're, um, like, where's my sticker chart, though? Like, I'm at the same level as this person. 
Where's my I've done the essay. Jared. Um, Where's my sticker for participation? I've been a really brave girl. Where's my treat? (laughs) Um, And, oh my god. Yeah, no, comparison got just so... Oh, imposter syndrome. Dude, I can't, like... There's so many thoughts circulating in my head about this that I'm so passionate about, and I've experienced so wholeheartedly that I can't even get them out properly because I'm just, like... I do this all the time and every day and... Literally me. wow. Literally me, right? I will look at, like, for example, I will look at my personal coach. Um, I will look at Jess's Instagram and I'll be like, why do I not have this many followers? Why do I not... Oh, because she's been in business for four plus years and you've been in business for one. Okay, cool. Valid. Do you know what I mean? But you do it anyway. And you're looking for these things and you're like, oh, why am I not like that? Why am I not successful like that? And it's like, well, no, you are. It's just different types of success. And also, I don't want to work 90-hour weeks to get to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still want to be enjoying my life and not on my computer every hour of every day in order to get there. So we need. I think we need to do an episode on comparison track because... She is a, she's a triggering conversation. <laughs> also, I think with the the whole, like, imposter syndrome and stuff, it comes, even when it was as simple as me and my classmates, like, sharing our results with each other. And whoever got, like, high results, we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people weren't disclosing if they got lower. Yeah. And also, that also plays in the other way around when people get job opportunities and one of the girls in our class got this amazing job and we were all so proud of her and she's like but if I say will it be like gloating and we're like no No. oh my god and but there's still going to be be people on the other end who are like well I've done the same degree and Mm. why can't I get a job and but then also realizing that everyone has a different path and just because somebody's doing something to a certain level that you want to do does not mean that you are on the back foot because somebody else is also doing it. Absolutely. And that's the thing where it's like, there's enough room for people to be at the top. People view this massive pyramid structure and I'm like, no. 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 You do not... You're not at a downfall by bringing people up with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? can we Can we do an episode on that? Because that concept in itself... Like, the yes. people, I, this is completely off topic, what's fucking new? Huge. But people like, oh, only, like, um, what do we yeah. call it? Like, there's only certain people that are supposed to be successful. And I'm like, no. Like, what? It, what? Like, there's so much abundance and wealth and opportunity in the world. Like, anyone can do what I'm doing, what you're doing. We could be on the, you know, we can be that billionaire in 10 years' time. It's not set for, like, specific people you know, and I hate how people think like that it really grinds my gears just print more money <laughs> all the business people just in my ear right now just print more money yeah and then like real name so just like print more money just oh. do it <laughs> okay. I think for me personally just this concept that you have to work hard to achieve the things you want in life like, imagine if we were just like, you know what, no, mm. I'm going to do the bare fucking minimum at the best level that I can, and I'm still going to achieve what Bill, Bob, and Jill mm. are doing. Like, this this hustle, it blows my mind, because I'm not sitting here doing 80-hour weeks. <laughs> like, what? 
Yeah, people act like there's one path to the promised land. Yeah, and it's no. like, <laughs> first of all, there are multiple paths. Yeah. And there's also the possibility to pave your totally. own path. Totally. And I wish people, especially like in your 20s, especially just the people listening, like, just know you don't have to hustle your entire life. You know, and people, like, I personally, like, I, yeah. that's my thing. It's like, I'm not going to hustle. Will I work hard? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going to, like, you know, fucking work 100-hour weeks to get to where I need to go. Like, I'll achieve it because I'll put the drive and energy into it. But I'm not going to, like, slave away, essentially, to the idea of capitalism. Totally. I totally mm. agree. Like, and my whole plan with next year and, um... I'm planning on going overseas for a while and people are like, so you're going over there to work or as soon as I finish uni and I'm like, I'm going to go back to Hawke's Bay and I'm going to help out. And they're like, but what if you get like a media job in, in Auckland? What if you get these jobs? What if you get these jobs? And I'm like, chill. chill. Dude, First of all, not. I want to go yeah, travel. Like, let me live. I want to go my live my life. life. I want to. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, if I want to, pick up media I can do it over wherever totally. I need to go totally because you're successful you know? in that career you're driven you're a hard worker you're established right and that's why I hate hustle culture yeah. because like you're going to achieve whatever the fuck you want regardless of whatever job it's in and not because you're working 80 hour weeks but because like that's just the type yeah. of person you are and it was crazy making that decision mm. too because Everyone in my area is like looking for jobs frantically, and I was I was too. I was applying for ones. I was getting people within the business that I work at, um, saying, "Here's all these jobs. Like, we love you working here. Can you like you should apply for all these full time jobs?" Because um, like I mean, they're like, well, "Well, you'll be interviewing with me." So, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool." Like I got along with a lot of people. I made my mark. No matter how minute. As she said. Um, As she should. And I kind of took a step back one day and I was like, am I really going to go from from high school to uni to uni to a full-time job? And I went, where does it it stop? Like, if I go into my full-time job right now, where do I get the time to go off to explore, to not have that time frame, to not have this crazy productivity expected of me always, and to just, it's like, the wheel just keeps turning, and all of a sudden, I was just like, no, stop, (laughs) like, (laughs) oh my god, we need to stop. Literally, literally. I literally, I was like, I'm going to Mm. lose my mind, we need to stop, and I took a step back, and I've panned it in my last papers, and I was like, okay, what now? And all my mates are getting all of their CVs out there. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I looked at all these job listings and they were perfect for me. And I went, I cannot do it. Like, I can see myself going into this industry. I love it. But I cannot see myself doing it right now. Um, Something that helped with my burnout and helped with me doing everything was just, like, taking a fucking step back and realizing the plan that I had in my mind for the last through high school, through uni, through everything, the whole plan that I had, I was allowed to just throw it out the window. Yes, yes. Oh my god, yes, and I fucking love that. That point, like, you actually are in control, and you can actually just be like, yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not keen on that. 
Yeah, and that's that's literally what I preach to clients. It's like your life is so stagnant, like it's so controlled and it's so structured for years and years and years, right? Think of your five-year plan. What, like, what the fuck is a five-year plan, mm. you know? And then you get to a point where you're like, know. you know what, I'm just going to trust in myself that I have the capabilities to achieve exactly what I want at whatever point in my life I want to achieve it in and I'm just going to go with the fucking flow. And like that is called divine timing. You know, you know, okay, it doesn't matter if I go into radio in two years' time, five, six, ten, whatever. You're still going to love it. You're still going to be successful Mm. in that field. But you also trust in yourself that you have the ability to just live your life. And it's so crazy how people don't trust that they can literally do whatever they want, you know? It blows my mind. It really does. Mm -hmm. And I hope that one day everyone gets to the level that we're on and have you know they come to terms with this idea that they actually only have one life and they will die eventually and that so they should probably just do and whatever they want to do within that time frame what a vibe this was a good conversation yes lots of tangents oh my god we just chatted for so we long did. but it was good what's a tangent who is a tangent who is a tangent we are a tangent <laughs> okay do you want to do you want to wrap it up for us neve so yeah, before we talk your air off any more than we already have, and I know I'm gonna, I we've just given me so much editing work to do. It's amazing. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but that's okay. It's so good though. Um, thank you for listening to our chat. If you've made it this far, honestly, I'm impressed. Um, our chat on toxic productivity, talking about burnout, talking about um, comparison and consequence everything man like <laughs> time is a concept we'll go away remembering money's that money's not real and just money's not real just print some more <laughs> <laughs> and just um I hope you go away from this realizing that you don't have to be bound to hustle culture you don't have to stay in your zone of toxic productivity you are not bound to any time frame you do you you are the driver of your own body um and thank you so much for listening to our corridor, we will be back again next week. Neve and Ren back at it again, uh, and we'll do a little bit of a QA. So if you do want to check us out and be amongst that, head on over to our Instagram, the Authenticity Project Podcast. Uh, that is our handle, say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, otherwise it is Rihanna Browning Coaching on Instagram and Neve.duff on Instagram. And we will catch you on the flippity flip <laughs> next Tuesday. Peace. Hey.